Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios. So Heidi's not here today. So she had... Um, we ended up, she ended up inviting some friends, some, about six friends from the East Coast to our house, and they all showed up today. So she looked at me and said, hey, do you mind doing the podcast by yourself? And I said, I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think I can carry a show by myself for 40 minutes. So I had a great idea. So we have an intern this summer. His name is Caleb Cadet, and um, he's a great young man. I met him at the University of Connecticut a couple of years ago. Caleb, welcome to the show. What's up, everybody? So um, my name is Caleb. Uh, I'm from Milford, Connecticut. If anybody knows what Milford, Connecticut, it's a small, small, big town in uh, Connecticut. Um, I'm 21, and I go to University of Connecticut. So do you? is this your first podcast? Yes, this is my first podcast, but I've listened to podcasts a billion times. Like I've probably listened to over 500 different podcasts since being in college and you never started a podcast at school no so my friend and i my friend melvin we were thinking about doing a podcast but then what happened was the pandemic happened so it it just didn't happen all right so let me let me give you guys this is why i thought um caleb would be a great guest for us so i everyone knows i went to the university of connecticut that's where caleb goes to school currently he is leaving tomorrow he interned the entire summer and um, people often ask like, how do I get involved in social media? And people look at our family and try to find ways. And although we can't keep in touch with everybody and hire everyone, Caleb came up to me at a UConn basketball game and introduced himself and definitely made an impression on me. And so why don't you like, like I thought it was to, in today's day and age, I've, I, I, I think kids, and I know you're not a kid, you're a 21-year-old man, but young people, I look at young people as as not taking not taking as much initiative, and I could be wrong, and that's kind of what I want to talk to you about, taking enough initiative and, and having a little bit of an expectation that things are going to come to them, and that's not what happened. So why don't you tell like the interaction, how we met, and how you followed through, and how we finally got you here to LA. Definitely. So what happened was... I was in my friend's apartment and he was like, let's go to this UConn basketball game. So I was like, to be honest, I didn't want to go to the game. I just, I just wasn't feeling it. But then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the game. And he had VIP passes to the basketball game, which I didn't even know VIP was a thing. So, which is for the alum. 
So I went to the basketball game. And on the way in, my friend was like, hey, Mark D'Amelio is here. Do not talk to him. In the back of my head, I was like, does he not know me? Like, <laughs> that's not going to happen. So what happened was my friend Garrett uh, was standing next to Mark. And I walked up to my I walked up to my friend and I just started talking to Mark. And initially, the whole purpose of the conversation for me was just let me see what this guy's about. You know, I see him on TikTok. He seemed funny. Let's see how funny he is in real, in real life. But then I figured, OK. Let me start talking to him more about business. Let me see how smart this guy really is. And then comes to find out, I really enjoyed having a conversation with him. And I we kept talking and I asked him towards the end of the conversation, like, you know, do you have any internships? Because what I learned in college is just ask, figure it out. If if they say no, then he says no, then I'm still going to watch this amazing basketball game, which UConn won that night. So I asked him about an internship and he gave me his number. And I'll never forget that because I was like, this guy is really giving me his number. So I took his number down and I sent him my resume and we just continued talking for a year. So this is in February and the pandemic happened in March. So because the pandemic happened in March, that whole summer was, there was nothing to do that summer. There was no internship, but I kept contacting Mark. So I wasn't being annoying. I would just send him little messages here here and there. Hey, how's everything? How's your day going? Just little random things to keep my name in his head. So for those who want an internship, always make sure that your name and your face is in that person's head wherever that person is. So for example, if Mark is at a store, I want my name in my hit my face in his head at all times so he can never forget me. So that's what happened. That's awesome. So we've become, um, I look, hopefully I'm being a good mentor and we'll talk about that. And with all internships, I think it's, it works both ways that you, a guy like me should be a mentor to you, but I should, I'm never, never too old to keep learning. And I look at, especially cause I'm in a, a business right now with both Dixie and Charlie that is targeted toward towards a younger generation. So I want to keep my ear to what's happening. And, and, and you, you're a perfect person because you're in college, you're on social media, you're on TikTok, And so there's, you, you seem like you'd not only be able to get what's going on with the, with even the generation younger than you, but also you're at the point right now where you're getting serious in life and you're looking for, you were looking for a job. So it was perfect. But you said something to me yesterday, which is really funny. So Caleb came with me to get a haircut yesterday and we were just talking in the car and he said, and uh, tonight actually Dixie's release of psycho comes out. And one of the things, uh, Caleb said is, how did you know I wasn't crazy? How did yeah. you know I wasn't a stalker kind of fan and I'll give you my perspective on it, but what do you think my feelings were? Like, why do you think I let you in to our family? Well, at first, one of the things I wanted to show you was that I was serious about you and your family. I, I wasn't trying to, like this whole time being here, I haven't posted a picture of any of you on my socials. Not because, you know, I just did it because I wanted to show you that I'm here to work and I want to grow with you guys more than use you, right? So to answer your question... Ask that question again. No, like what you said to me. Yeah, did, for the, the trust. Because I basically, I showed you, I tried to do everything in my power to show you that you can trust me, right? So a lot of times you can take control of how you 
are perceived by people. So I did everything in my power to show you who I really was. Like I'm a college student and I just want to work. And I, I've listened to, I actually, one of the things that I noticed was I watched a podcast with you and I just listened to your life. And I was like, you know, he might really like me because we're almost the same where I didn't want to do a corporate job. And I know that you didn't want to work behind the desk while growing up. So I was like, maybe I can be his mini me. Like that's basically what it was. (laughs) So I think people don't even realize that they, that they form opinions on people through all the things that, that happen. And we constantly are, are gain like, so what I I was doing is I wasn't in my head. I wasn't saying, well, let me see if, let me find out X, Y, and Z and see if I can trust this guy. It just kind of happens over time. So I'll give you, the the examples that came up to that stuck in my head right first of all this young man has a lot of gut a lot of guts to come up to me because even i was really outgoing when i was your age and it still is nerve-wracking to go up to someone you don't know and and say hello so you came up to me you said hello and i thought it was kind of like a throwback like looked me right in the eyes shook my hand and talked to and knew about me and wasn't turning into a joke, but still there was something about you. I was like, wow, this, he's really personable. And so that was the one thing, how you made your initial approach to me was really cool. Secondly is your resume kind of spoke for itself, not just your paper resume, but I went to UConn. So I know you went there and it's, yep. it's not, I told you this is not Harvard or Yale, but it's, it's an academically rigorous school. And especially in Connecticut, it's not easy to get into. So I saw that. And then I started to look at your content on social media and it was, it was really good. And I saw you and your girlfriend, Lauren, I found out that you guys were, had been dating since you were freshman in high school, right? Yes. I've been dating my girlfriend since freshman year of high school. So that's six years now. It's going to be seven in December. I I sound married, right? (laughs) So like that said to me, all right, well, he's, he's loyal. And I, in normal business, so on my, on the clothing side or level four collective and the other business that I have, I am pretty loosey goosey as far as I make decisions pretty quickly and I live and die by them with this. It's a little bit different because this, it's not just you're coming into the the level four office in New York city. And if things don't work out, we part ways and we, and that's great. This is, I'm bringing you into a company, a business that my wife's involved in. Both of my daughters are heavily involved in and we're doing well. So there is risk there. And I had to evaluate, you know, evaluate the risk and you just did it. You, you, you did a great job with, with everything and how you presented yourself. And I think my intuition was right because now you're, it's only been a couple of months and you're leaving tomorrow, but I, I totally feel like you're part of the family. Yeah. Charlie's totally comfortable with you. Dixie's co- comfortable with you. Heidi, you're, and you've been working basically out of our house for the majority of the time. So it's for, for us, it's been great. And it makes me really happy and, and excited of that. This could potentially have a bigger opportunity for you later once you graduate and also other people out there that I, I, I hope people get, get to listen to this. Young people get to listen to this and take and shoot their shot and, and try. And, and, and if it doesn't work, look, we can't, I can't communicate with everyone. Although I love to try to, when 
people come up to us when we were in Paris. We had all of these fans of Dixie and I try to stop and take pictures of everybody. We just can't. We can't hire everyone. Yep. <laughs> we can't communicate everyone. But there are opportunities out there and I would tell everybody to shoot their shot and 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 at least take a chance on it. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I really took a shot with you and I don't I don't think I've ever told you this but one of the things that my girlfriend and I talked about before even coming out here was like I worked so hard from freshman year of college to get to this point so you kind of helped me out a lot because I had a mentor so I had a scholarship and one of my mentors, am I allowed to say names? Sure. Okay, because I think he would appreciate this. One of my mentors, uh, Michael, Michael Mallory, we talked about this since freshman year. So a lot of people don't know, I had a YouTube channel freshman year, sophomore year of college. And me and Michael, I would sit in his office before my classes. Literally, sometimes I would even skip a class just to talk to Michael for hours, my mentor. And we talked about, let's get internships freshman year and sophomore year to make up, make as much money as I possibly can. So when I get to my senior year, that junior year summer, that I would be able to go to Los Angeles or Miami and be able to afford it, right? So I had this plan all along, but I just didn't know what exactly I was going to do. So freshman and sophomore year, I didn't know of the D'Amelios. I didn't know what I was going to do in LA, but I had a plan. And I knew that if I did everything that I needed to do, from freshman year, no matter what, I would have the funds, but also the resume to back myself up to get into anything that I wanted to. So I didn't want to put it in anybody else's hands to be successful. I wanted to find a way so I can do it no matter what. So I don't think I've ever told you this, but if you never had me come out here, by the time it was March of this year, I already put it in my head that uh, my past internships, I was not going to do it another year. I was going to come out here and it was going to be me and her, and we were just going to TikTok it up by ourselves and do as much content and figure it out. Because I really think it's important for people my age, like I'm 21 right now, what do I have to lose, right? All the money that I made over those internships, if I lose it all, I'll go back to that job and I'll have a job for the rest of my life at that company. But if you want something, you really have to come up with a plan and then just go for it. Well, like, What's the worst that can happen? I could have came out here to LA and still been out here having a great time. But instead I had that plan and you just helped me get to where I wanted to get. And I have zero regrets. That's one of the things I want to say. Like if you're 21 years old, if you're young, have no regrets and be safe. Right. So have a, a plan that, you know, that can get you closer to your dreams and find that person that can also help you. 
Like help, there's nothing wrong with help. Yeah, I think it's different nowadays than it was when I was your age. When I was your age, it was it was almost like you had this plan and you couldn't you couldn't deviate from it. It's yeah. you have to graduate high school and do well, take your SATs, get, you know, get into college, graduate in four years and get employed. Yeah. Like that was it. And now I look back on, I was like, why was I in such a rush? Like I graduated on a Sunday and started work on a Monday. <laughs> yep. And I was like, why was I in such a rush? Why didn't I do what you're doing now? And I don't think you're being risky, but yeah. I do think you're, you're, you're not as structured. Calculated risk. Calculated yes. risk. Good, good. I love Take that. Calculated risk. So do you think the same way, and we'll talk about like any preconceived notions you had of me and the family and stuff. Do, do you think you are indicative of what, a 21 year old is today, or do you think you're different? I, I, I think you're different, but I don't know a lot of people I'm, your age. I'm the same as everybody that's 21. Right. But I'm different in the sense of we're doing a podcast right now. And I took advantage of podcasts. I, I like to find mentors and people that I look up to and just listen to them. Like a lot of people, my age don't want to listen. And that's important. When I was younger, I used to work at the YMCA and there would be elderly people swimming and I would wait for them to finish swimming before work. So work started, let's say at nine o'clock, the people done swimming around eight. So I would sit there and just talk to military veterans, elderly people, and just hear their life story because we're all humans. We all going to go through the same, you know, growing pains, et cetera. So just listen, that's, that's, I'm the same as everybody that's 21. I just might move differently because I'm trying to get to a different love as other people. But if you just listen to people and find those mentors, mentors are very important. Like growing up, one of my biggest mentors, um, I've lived with him actually since I was a sophomore in high school, Eric Anderson. Uh, he was my Pop Warner football coach. And ever since I've met him, he's always put it into my head that just find your mentors and do what you really love and you'll be able to get anywhere in the world, I, to be honest. I couldn't agree more. And I think one of the things I, I lived after college, I went and lived with my grandfather for a while. And that experience of having someone that is, was, you know, I guess maybe at least 50 years older than I was at the time was in, incredible. And there's things about his, his, like, I didn't follow in his footsteps, but I definitely used his life experience. And one of my regrets I have, and I think you're already past me on that, is I try to do everything myself and and make my own mistakes. And there's this expression, don't, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. Like yeah. someone's already invented the wheel. Just so, and that's what I do now. And I think what your generation has that mine didn't is if we wanted to do some research, we had to go to the library and, and yeah, no. find a book <laughs> and and sit down and and you know, you, the, the whole world and all this w world of knowledge is at your fingertips and you, whatever you want to do, you could sit there and pick 20 topics and go through it and, and get experts in the field and give you all this information. So, I mean, and that's people that don't take advantage of that is, it, I find it sad because I do it all the time now. I'm like, uh, I'll start to go, go on a program and I'll be fiddling around. I'm like, why am I wasting my time doing this? There's just a YouTube video yeah. on it. I'll go and, and, and I'll, I'll learn it. So what do you look for in, in a mentor? Like you mentioned a few people, you mentioned Michael and, and, and you said Eric. Yeah. So for a mentor, I don't really look about 
to be honest, status is not something that I look about, look at when I'm looking for a mentor. It's more of personality. I like to talk to people. So just how how somebody carries themselves and what they say during the conversation. So status to me doesn't really matter like how much somebody's making because they could have just got lucky and not luck, but they could have known somebody and just, you know, got that money. But for me, it's more of like personality. What have you gone through in life and what have you gone through in life that can potentially help me? Right. So you talked about um, growing up, you did everything by yourself. So now I get to hear somebody talk about doing everything by yourself. So, Caleb, maybe it's not the best idea to do everything by yourself if you can find mentors. So I don't know what it is. Maybe it's God like has put all these people right in front of me. And I just took advantage and just capitalized. Like when I talk to people, I I genuinely just want to talk to you and understand and friend, find out who you are. And if you talk to me enough, you will realize that I'm just trying to be a sponge and soak up all the information that I can and potentially help out my mentor. And one thing that I want to do growing up, a lot of people have helped me out, helped out my mom, my family, et cetera. And that's why I think I, try so hard to find mentors because I want to make it to a place where I can give back to potentially somebody like myself because I didn't get here by myself. So if anybody thinks I got here by myself, that's a big lie. It's, it's, it was a village. You know how they say it takes a village to raise, raise one. And I genuinely think that's what it is. You need to let your teachers and all those people that care about you really guide you, but also make sure that you know what path that you want to follow, right? So that's important. Don't just follow whatever your mentor says. Think and with within yourself, is that something that I genuinely want to do? You know? So I that, love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> so you came out to California, you took this huge step. Yes. And you obviously knew me and then you met Heidi. Like what were what were some of the things that you found that you thought you were going to experience just w- with, within us without giving away the intricacies of our family? Like, what are some of the things you thought about us? And then when you got to meet Charlie well, and Dixie and Heidi and myself, and w- w- what are some of the differences of what you thought, how we'd be? See, actually, to be honest, like my friends would tell you, the weeks coming up to coming here, I was so nervous because I have a TikTok, but I never watched TikTok too much, right? So- for the la- the week coming up here, I went onto YouTube and I watched so many YouTube videos of you guys. And I was like, how am I going to be able to keep up? Because they're going here, 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 here. And then when I got here, so I didn't have any, like, I trusted that your family was going to be amazing people because of you, right? So I met you. So I figured, okay, if the dad's like this, then I assume his wife and then his daughters are going to be like this. So I didn't have any, I just figured you guys were going to be Connecticut, a Connecticut family. And when I got here, that's exactly how it felt. Like, I didn't think anything crazy was going to happen. I just was nervous in a sense of like, are these people going to be moving so much more faster than I am? Like, would I be able to keep up with the D'Amelios? And and what, what did you, what did you realize? I realized that you guys are great. So the first, I the most, I was most nervous about meeting Dixie and Charlie because they're my age, but they're my age. You know, it's it's a lot easier introducing yourself for me to adults because it's like, you know, they're adults. They they know what to say, right? So I was like, what am I gonna say to Dixie and Charlie? Are they gonna think I'm cool? That that's the first <laughs> thing. I I was like, are they gonna think I'm cool? Am I just this weird intern? So 
honestly, when once I met you guys, I really like the first thing I did was I, when I got back, I told my girlfriend, like, these people are amazing. It's almost as if I'm back at home. I'm just on the West Coast. That's you like you guys made it made me feel welcome. Something that Dixie and Charlie, I don't know if it's ritual. Every time I see them, we fist bump. That's something like that's like the that's our way of communicating, like saying hello, saying hi. And whenever I look at them, I smile because it reminds me of home. Like, cause they're around the same age group as I am. So it's like, these girls are from Connecticut and it also drives me to like, I'm really here. I'm, I, it, I don't know. Like your family makes me feel happy. Like I can't explain it. Every time I walk into work, it's like, it's a 10 out of 10 because you guys, the way you guys communicate, the way you guys interact with each other, it's something that a lot of people don't get to see because unless it's content, we're like, they're not in your lives, you know? So for me be, to be able to see it firsthand, it's like these people are genuine, like a, a actual genuine family. I think when we look back, people often ask us, how is all of this notoriety and everything affecting you? And it doesn't look, it's, it, there are times when we're out and we, we never used to obviously have paparazzi yeah. and, and screaming fans coming up to Charlie and Dixie and all that stuff. But the family dynamic from what we had in Connecticut, having friends and family coming in and out, we've been able to replicate that even running a business in the house. And you're so I've noticed that. And, and so it is right. So you'll see, we'll get, we'll, we'll work hard, get things done. And then it was Lincoln's birthday yesterday. And then we celebrated it. And, and I think we do a good job in making sure that the people we bring into the family, especially because at some point we might get, we'll probably get an office, but for the most part, we're running the business out of our house. Yep. And for that reason, it's really important to us to make sure that people fit into the family. And, and, and I think back to your original question, like, how did you know I'd be right? I think we kind of, part of it is just taking a shot and, and, and hoping, <laughs> but then the other part of it is you've done a great job being the person that someone like me would look at and say, oh, this, this young man's going to fit perfectly into our family. Yep. And that goes back to all the things you talked about earlier, all your mentors, how you represent yourself. You know, I told the girls early on, and one of the things I've taught them, why I think they're set up for this, why you don't hear a lot of blockbuster, terrible things happening with the girls is yeah. because at an early age, I said, look, you're in control of your own brand and I can't be there 24 seven and to, to watch everything you're doing, every picture you're taking, every word you're saying, every private conversation, you gotta, you have to represent yourself and know that it's, you have a personal brand and there's going to be things that are going to help your brand and things are going to hurt your brand. But overall, think about that and don't worry about that necessarily God's looking at you yeah. or your dad would be disappointed. <laughs> Look about, is this the way you want to represent yourself? And it comes back to you, like you put without realizing it, you've built an incredible brand for yourself at a young age that got my attention. And it started off with you personally coming up to me and saying hello and the way you handle yourself, but everything else spoke volumes and why I was comfortable to say, all right, let's, let's bring him out here and give him a shot. And I, I would say, so we're talking this morning before the podcast and I want, so that's your perspective on yeah. what a mentor is, should be for you. And then I would say for people who, for interns or for young people that are 
uh, coming up or trying to make that, trying to to make an impression, I, I would say the one most important thing is, you, you know, is to become important to the person you're working for. And that means, you know, I can get my own coffee. Yeah. I don't need you to get my coffee. I don't need you to run errands for me. I want you to evaluate our business and have an outside perspective, even though you're 21 years of age and I'm, you know, I'm more than double your age. Yep. There's things that you see that I don't see. And, and instead of a lot of interns or a lot of new, new workers in a company are like, you know, what could I do to help you? What could I, but for me to tell you what you can do to help me doesn't help. <laughs> I can do it myself. Yeah. Like that just, that's not helping. What helps me is evaluating the situation implementing some sort of plan and coming to me and saying, Hey, Mark, I noticed, let's say, let's say it's, I noticed it's, it's, we're, we're having problems, um, making content for the family channel. Yep. These are some of my ideas. And you showed me a whole, a, a whole document of things that yesterday that you've, after yeah. working with us for a while. And, and look, I think it, who knows where, where we're going to be a year from now, but it, I know that if we're still in the position we're in and you graduate, you have a job with us next year just because of all the things you've done. So um, Greg, who works for us, um, just got some uh, a tattoo on his arm. And yeah. uh, a lot of people don't know, but it says <laughs> add value. And he's a guy that was a head agent at UTA. And even to this day, he knows add value. So that's what I would say to young people out there is when you get into an internship, as much as you want to be a sponge and soak up information and, and have great mentors, I would say, make the internship great by adding value yep. and, and you add value by not necessarily, not necessarily asking, but observing and then executing. Yep. And I think that's, that's really important. So that would be my, my little tidbit of, um, what I think is important for an intern. That, um, that adding value thing that you said is very important because that goes with anything in life. So always never expect things given to you in general. If you're not adding value to the team, then why do you expect to get the same trophies as everybody else? So when you're in a sports team, make sure you're adding value. Even if you're not the starter on the team, how you act during practice, you're adding value to the team. So therefore you won't be cut so little things like that. That's very important. Uh, I had, that was one of the things that I was nervous about with this internship. It was like the D'Amelios have already, to me, you guys already made it, right? So it was like, what can I really do to add value? So the very first thing I started doing was, okay, before I start understanding the business of things, let me start adding my personality as value. Let me start making sure everybody is, the most I can do on the first day is, smile at everybody <laughs> little things like that let me add value in making people smile back like making it easier for people to work and then once you start learning how to do things just come up with your own ideas and like you said just say hey mark i think this works best and if you say hey i don't like it then okay then i'll come up with something different that's a very mature way to look at things and you don't realize especially working in someone's home yeah. that we have a happy we have a happy house. So to bring someone, even if they're super talented, to bring someone into our into our home that is not comfortable around. Yeah. Either you're not comfortable around that, you know, look, everybody gets down. We talk a lot about about 
mental health and all those things. And you don't expect people to, to, but when you can, it's, it's important to, to, and that is, I never even thought about that, but yeah. that is, especially for the way we're working, that isn't a really important way to add value is just having a positive outlook when you walk in and, and show by you smiling, by you, yeah. know, you saying, you don't know, you do say all the time how much you love the internship, but yeah. you don't even have to say that because I can tell because of your demeanor and how you, and how you present yourself. Yeah. So that's, that's really cool. So I think that's what we're going to, that that's going to be my next. Next time we hire someone, I'm going to say, look. What, what you, value can you bring? <laughs> you, you might not be the most qualified person, but if you could bring, ha and you do, man. You walk in the room and you bring joy and happiness. You always have a smile on your face. And I think it's, I think it's genuine. I think it has to do with you chasing and following your dreams and, and achieving things that, that I think are, are pretty amazing for someone, not only your age, just, just in general. I think it's the fact of trying to, like I said, I've listened to probably 500 podcasts since being in college. So I hear different stories and different people go, that go through things that are much harder than what I go through on a daily basis. So why can't I smile? You know, at the end of the day, I have food on my, on my table. I have people that love me. So if I'm in this, I'm at the D'Amelio's house. What am I going to complain about? You know, like coming into work, what am I upset about? And to piggyback on what you said a little bit before, one of the things that I didn't mention, didn't mention about the internship was just seeing a family, right? So me growing up, I my parents were divorced. So being able to see a family, it does something to, I would say, my mental. Just being able to see things work out, right? In a sense of you guys came to Los Angeles from Connecticut and you guys are still smiling, right? You guys are still loving each other. Just the simple fact of when Dixie and Charlie comes over, the first thing that you guys do is hug and I watch you guys sit on the couch, right? The couch outside and little things like that made me realize that this family, before you guys are the D'Amelios, you guys are a family that love each other. So little things like that make me want to work harder for you guys and make me respect you guys even more because it's it's genuine, right? When the cameras are off, how are they reacting? I'm a very observant person. I watch little things like that when you guys go onto the couch and you just chill and smile and joke. So I think that's what made me feel more comfortable around you guys because it was like, okay, this is a family and this is before we do anything else, I need to be on my A game because this is also your house. So let me be respect, re respectful and let me just appreciate what I have in front of me. Right? That, that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I think the, you know, I, I think for us, a lot of people hire interns as, as someone that's going to come in there and just do, do, do. And, and the person who's giving the internship is going to take, take, take. And I, I love the fact that not only are we able to help you with your career and, and the business and teach you some of the business side of it, but that we could be a, a role model for you. And, and, and I, I love that. And I would never, I wouldn't hire an intern if I didn't think that we could provide not only great job experience, but also the other things I I'm, I'm glad that you're saying that. And I, I, we don't want to forget because people often would want to know, you know, do you think you would hire Caleb full time? And Allison, who's actually our assistant, started yes. off as an intern. Allison. And now she's a full time employee, uh, but more important family member. Allison's awesome. She works for Heidi and myself, and and, and she's great. There is, so you can get an internship and yeah. then you get a full time job. <laughs>
So what's the coolest, most interesting thing? Give me some of the, give everybody some behind the scenes on what are some of the coolest things that have, that have happened since you've been in LA and with our family. Well, my first weekend here, we went to a restaurant called Craig's and I went uh, with the family to Craig's. That was amazing. I went with one, one yay. If anybody knows angry reactions on TikTok, that was funny because we came up in SUV trucks and the family, I didn't know this, but so me, Wanye, and my girlfriend and his girlfriend at the time, we were in the truck and I'm like looking at myself like, am I ready for these paparazzi pictures? Like I'm nervous. I'm getting nervous. I'm starting to sweat. So we get out of the truck and Mark, Heidi, uh, Dixie, Charlie are in the other SUV. So we get out of the truck and I'm looking, I'm like, where's Mark and the family? Where are they? They already went inside, but the paparazzi are still there. And I'm inside of the truck and I'm like, all right, so I'm going to get out of this truck and the paparazzi is going to go crazy and take amazing pictures of me and my mom's going to love it. I get out of the truck, the paparazzi guys take out their cameras and they pointed at all of us. Well, my girlfriend, Wanye, his girlfriend at the time and uh, me pointed at us and they literally put the camera down. And I was like, wow. Like I basically, that felt very embarrassing because I was like, I'm about to get the best paparazzi pictures ever to post on Instagram. And then they put the cameras down and literally walked away. They'd even say hi to me. I said hi to them and they walked away. That was an amazing experience. Don't, Hey, don't feel bad because there are times that even, so I'll go to a restaurant where there's paparazzi with Dixie and Charlie and they'll, then they know that I'm the dad. So then they'll go, Mark, Heidi, Mark, Heidi. And they'll get us a picture. There's so many times I go to Craig's by myself or with Heidi and I just get out of the (laughs) car and they're like, oh, wait, that guy kind of looks familiar, but he usually has two kids with him. So I don't, and I'm just like, oh, okay. That's how it is guys. All right. Exactly. And then at dinner, um, so we had Craig's and that was the best meal I've had in Los Angeles, actually. So if you feel like taking me out to Craig's again, Mark, before I leave, you know, you can do that. But so we went to Craig's and at dinner, you actually said to me, you were like, Hey, Caleb, we're doing a photo shoot tomorrow. Would you like to do that? And that's, this is all within my first 48 hours of meeting the D'Amelio. So I'm like, okay, we're going to Craig's, this nice restaurant, paparazzi, and then I'm going to a photo shoot. And I thought he was joking, you know? So I got to the, we went to the studio and I'm in my regular shorts and T-shirt. And he's like, so, Caleb, uh, you ready for photos? And in my head, I'm like, I don't have my jeans. And if you guys don't know me, I'm five foot five. So I can't really borrow other people's jeans because they're going to be too long. So I'm like, OK, we're going to do this photo shoot. And let me tell you, if anybody is modeling or wants to go into modeling, practice first. Because when I was in front of the camera, I, I started sweating. Like, I don't get nervous a lot, but I started sweating Uh, Like I was just, I felt like I was going crazy. And then the moral of the story was the first 48 hours coming here, you exposed me to so many things I've never been exposed to. And I like those experiences right there, I will never forget about. So that, that was very fun. That, that the first 48 was the Craig's and then the photo shoot. That's awesome. So I think every, you know, everyone in our family has been so happy to have you. It's been a great experience for us. Hopefully, We'll, we're definitely going to stay in touch, but hopefully yeah. maybe there, there's a opportunity with us in the future if you want to move out to the West Coast. I want you to get your senior- I tell Mark every week, listeners, that every week I say this, I do not want to go back to school. I love my school. Like my school, UConn, one of the best colleges, the best college in the nation. So I want to go back, but it's almost scary because I've worked so hard to get out here. And then going back to school is almost like, 
what what like what happened? Do you know what I'm saying? Like they say, go to school for the degree, et cetera. I understand. I'm going to go back, you know, make my mom proud, but I'm really going to miss this LA experience. Well, first of all, I would never, my senior year at university of Connecticut was one of the best experiences of my life. And I would never try to take that away from you. I think this opportunity to be with us is going to be here hopefully for a while. So go go back to Stores, Connecticut. Make us all proud. Get that degree. We'll come out for your graduation. We're gonna. I'm going to. I have season tickets for UConn basketball at Gamble this year. We will be going to see the Huskies. Did you hear what you said though? You said that you would be coming out for my graduation. So Absolutely. I, I would like you not to forget that. Absolutely. <laughs> if we if nothing comes up on the schedule that we just can't move, like yes. something, I'm, I but understand. We that. will schedule everything around Caleb's UConn graduation in the spring of 2022. Yes. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so you're living your dream. Yep. University of Connecticut yep. now in LA, but really what's your, what's your, what are your future plans? What's your future dream? Where, where do you see yourself all that? So my, I, that's a hard question. I don't have a future job, but I have a future dream and that future dream genuinely is being able, I just want to provide, right? That's that's literally what, I don't have a dream goal, a place I want to be, what country, state. I just want to be in a place where I can provide for my mom. That's what, that's one of the big goals of my life is I want to provide for my mom, get her the house that she's always wanted. And I just want to be a better person each day that I grow. Like I genuinely don't have a dream job. I just want to be around people that care about me and care about others. And I've gone with that philosophy for a while and it's got me here. So I just want to continue just doing what I'm doing. I'm 21. I have a lot of years left in the tank. So specifically, I don't have anything that I want to be or where I want to be. I just know the type of person that, how can I explain? I just want, I just want to be a provider. I want to have financial stability where I can make those around me feel comfortable and not have to go through some of the things I had to go through growing up because I think it's important to give back. And one of the things, um, this was a highlight of actually, um, my girlfriend would probably say the same thing. This was the highlight of my summer. We went to um, the Watts Community uh, Center and I'm from Connecticut. I'm not from Los Angeles. I've only seen LA in movies and it was very cool to go to a community and hand out air conditioners and fans with you guys. And the cool part about it was the whole entire time, I did not see any of you take photos and videos to try and, you know, make yourselves look better. And I watched each person in the family, each person on the team really just try and give back in any way they could, whether that's little kids being on uh, Dixie's back, like piggyback riding or playing dodgeball. That was the best experience for me because it was like, these people have almost anything in the world that I can dream of as in the D'Amelio family, but you guys take that time to go give back to people that you don't even know. So that was the highlight of my summer because it really let me know that the D'Amelios are more than just TikTok movie stars. It was like, they're genuine people that want to give back. So as you said, what I want to do when I grow up, I want to just give back in any way possible. And it's cool seeing that you guys did the same exact thing. And you might not know this, but you're giving back to me. And by giving back to me, it drives me every single day to who's the next person that I want to, you know, it's like a, it's a, it's a chain to a chain, a pyramid. You're at the top. 
and you're the, my mentor, I want to make sure that I have all, have you seen Avengers? Yes. I want the infinity stones of all the great mentors in this world. And I want those infinity stones to just be able to give back. And growing up, what I used to do is I used to DM certain people like Kevin Hart. That's my number one person on planet earth, Kevin Hart. And I, I would DM him and just tell him like, Hey, keep doing what you're doing because it's, you're giving back to me, right? What was he doing that was giving back to me? Just making me smile, making me laugh, watching him succeed. It made me want to succeed, even though I'd never knew that. I don't even know the guy, but I would DM him and tell him one day I'm going to be where you are and I'm going to be able to give back and do the same thing that you're doing. So that's awesome. Yeah. The, the one, only thing I would see, say to you is right now you're full of happiness and yeah. just make sure as you're giving back and people are taking from you that you maintain that that happiness and and take care of yourself along the way because it's it, it's important it's important because you can't give to others yeah. and be a mentor to other people if you're not keeping an eye on your own well-being your own mental health or your own happiness so but i don't think you have to worry about that right now yeah. it smiles over <laughs> ear to ear all right, everybody. So that was that was one of our best episodes. No oh, lie, wow. man. I Thank mean, you. Uh, I love my wife. I love <laughs> Heidi. But it's uh, this is Mark and Caleb, the other Demilios. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Mark and Heidi, the other Demilios. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in, Caleb. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Okay, so on TikTok, you can follow me at Caleb and Lauren. Caleb K A I L E B. My name is spelled differently. Thank you, mom. So Caleb and Lauren on TikTok, and then Caleb Cadet on Instagram. And, you know, might as well follow my girlfriend as well, Lauren Smith. That is my other half. That's my best friend. So make sure wow. you give her some follows. That's, right? that's awesome. Well, thanks for everything. Absolutely love you, man. You have a great internship. You'll be a friend forever. And it was awesome. So thanks for everybody for tuning in. And we're out. Thank you, guys. Mark and Heidi, The Other Demilios comes to you from Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. You can listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.